Welcome to Glory to Glory, the radio teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the Word together. If you can please uh, turn with me. We're, I'm very excited. We're back in the book of Revelation. So if you can turn to Revelation 20, verse 4, Revelation 24. The title of our message is, As This World Gets Darker, We Have a Bright Future in Christ. So as this world gets darker, we have a bright future in Christ. Biblically speaking, before the second coming of Jesus Christ back to the earth, the world will get darker spiritually. It'll continue to get darker spiritually. It'd be nice if I could stand up here for the new year, this being the first Sunday of the year, and stand up here and say, it's going to get better this year. I believe that I would be lying to you if I said that. And I'm not a hireling. I'm, I'm a shepherd of a flock that needs to know the truth. So we're going to talk about the Bible. We're going to look at the book of Revelation. We're going to look at Bible prophecy. We're going to look at end times again. We're going to see, does the Bible point to the fact that Christ can come at any time, the second coming? Do we see signs of his second coming to the earth? We're going to look at all that. But um, our future as a believer is bright for all of us as believers. We have a bright future. So our hope's not in this world. Our hope's in heaven. Our citizenship's in heaven. It's not here. It was funny, I was at uh, a store on Friday, uh, New Year's Eve, and two different times, it was interesting. So one of the conversations when I was at a store, the people were talking and greeting each other, saying, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. And one of the elderly ladies, she, she looked at everyone and she goes, she says, we're just going to pretend that 2021 never happened. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, and because they have hope that it's going to get better, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then another time, I was at a store, and the lady, she's not a believer yet. So I've been kind of sharing with her and sharing her the love of Christ and all that. And, and so she said, Happy New Year. And we were talking about, you know, happy, I was saying, Happy New Year to you and all that. And she looks at me, and she goes, and she knows I'm a pastor. She goes, she goes it's going to get better, right? <laughs> and I go, well... And she's just looking at me like, please give me some hope. Well, we have a lot of hope, but the hope's not in this world. The hope is in another world. And I believe what we're seeing is that things are going to get darker. Things are going to get worse. And I, I, I would love to be able to stand up here and tell you differently. And I, you know, you can, at the end of the year, play this tape, watch it over. And you can call me a liar if that, you know, the end of the year, say, oh, pastor, you were wrong. I said, well, I'll apologize if I was wrong. But I don't believe so. And I'm going to show you why I don't believe so. The dominions, the evil, the, the powers and principalities, the rulers of darkness, I don't believe they're going to let go of what's going on right now. They're not just going to say, okay, let's try this another time. No, they're going to take this to a whole other limit, a whole other uh, level, and we're going to see that, I believe. We're going to look at that. So it's not a good thing. If you're not a Christian, you should be scared. But if you're a Christian... There's nothing to be afraid of. We have a hope that's way beyond this earth. And the other thing is, too, is we'll, we'll look at is that the real person that's in charge of all this is God. Amen. And God has a plan. And we can read about it. And we're going to read about it. So if you can please stand with me. I'm going to go ahead and read this text that's before us. Revelation chapter 20, verses 4 to 10. John writes, the apostle John writes, 
and I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image, and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such, the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him. For how long can we say that? A thousand years. Now when the second... Excuse me. Now, when the thousand years had expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. Don't miss that. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and of the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. So, Lord, as we know that we're blessed when we apply this wonderful book. So, God, I just ask that you would give all of us application, just the simple teaching of your word, that you would speak to our hearts by your spirit. For all of us that are believers, that we'd be instructed through your word, for any that's in this room that are not believers, that they come to faith through the teaching of your word. Give us ears to hear. Help us to understand what we're reading. May we always interpret scripture with scripture and not base anything on our opinions. So have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You can be seated. Thank you. So the timeline, obviously the timeline as we look at is the beginning of the millennial kingdom, but actually what we just read takes us at the end of the millennial kingdom. If you recall, the last time we were in the book of Revelation, we looked at the fact that the the dragon, Satan, was bound. Remember it says that an angel came down from heaven. He had two things. He had a, a chain in one hand and he had a key to the bottomless pit. It said he laid hold of Satan and he bound him and put a seal on him for a thousand years. So then we just read in our text that he's going to be released. I wish that wasn't in scripture because I'm like, once you have him, why don't you just keep him locked up? But really, Satan is just a pawn in God's hands and he's needed. And we're going to look at that. And he's needed because there's going to be a multitude that will still be on the earth that will rebel against God, but Satan will come down, he'll expose their hearts, and they'll follow Satan instead of God. So he's actually just being used. For a short period of time, God uses them as a pawn to, for his purposes, for God's purposes. So God's in control of everything. So to know that. I've missed saying this for the longest time, and I'm going to say it because we're back in the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is the only book in the entire Bible that promises a threefold blessing. We are blessed when we read it, we're blessed when we hear it, and we're blessed when we apply it. So we just read it, we just heard it, and so let's see if we can get some application in our text. So we'll go back to verse 4. And I know we looked at this the last time we were in the book of Revelation, we, we talked on verse 4, so I won't go too much into depth with it, but I want to use this for some application for us. So, so it says, and I saw thrones, and they sat on them. So uh, there's a people group that sat on the thrones, and judgment was committed to, can we say that together, to what? To them. 
Then I saw souls. So there's two different groups. And we looked at this last time we were in this. So uh, if you want details on it, you can look at the last study that we did in the book of Revelation. But basically, I believe this is the church that will be on thrones, will be judging, will be making judgment. So this group is the church. uh, This is uh, the, the believers. But then the second group, it makes it very clear, it's the tribulation saints. It says, then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the what? Word of God. So they stood, their witness was strong for Jesus, and they were men and women of the word of God. So, and they did not worship the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So you got two different groups. You've got your, the, the, the church, the believers, and then you have also the believers, but the tribulation saints that were beheaded that will be in heaven for a thousand, excuse me, will be on the earth during the millennial kingdom, this is speaking about for a thousand years, we'll be reigning and ruling with Christ together for that thousand years. What I'd like to point out is where it says, and they had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. This, is a, this points to the fact that there will be some type of a mark that people will have, and it'll be worldwide. And this mark, and most of you know it if you've studied the book of Revelation, and if you've been with us but I want to touch on a little bit more with this. It's, it, this speaks of a cashless society because you're buying and selling without cash. So it's a cashless society. So uh, there'll be a cashless society. Uh, there'll probably most likely be, as we would call it, a digital currency. So, uh, and it makes sense. Did you notice it says it's used to buy and sell? So it'll be used. This mark will be used to buy and sell. And they'll receive this mark. So something that they're going to receive But I believe with our technology today, we're pretty much there, aren't we? And and think through this with me for a little bit. We're pretty much there with technology, and we're going to look at some things here to show that we're there. Okay, it's not like something like in the way future, we're hoping that we'll get there with technology. No, we've got the technology with us today. But my challenge to you would be that the way that technology accelerates I believe that like in, if it's 10, 15, 20 years down the road, technology is going to be so much more advanced than what we see in the Bible. Are you following me? In other words, it'll be too advanced. So we, we have the technology today. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the first microchip that was implanted in someone was in 1998. They had microchips with the animals and all, but the first one that was implanted in a human being in his arm was in 1998. So this is fairly new. 40, 50 years ago, we, went, we didn't have this type of technology. We're there today with this technology. So what I'm saying is, my point, I guess, is what I'm getting at is with the technology that we have today fits what we look at biblically. Does it fit? Do you believe that it's going to fit 10 years, 20 years down the road? I think that it might even be so advanced that it'll be beyond anything that we have here if technology continues at the rate that it's going. Correct? Do you, you following that? So that tells me that this could happen very soon, this mark. But it makes sense, doesn't it? Because if you have a cashless society, you can buy and sell uh, with, your, with your hand or with your forehead. You don't have to carry cash. That's good for germs these days. Is anybody worried about germs these days? People worried about viruses or anything like that? No, of course not. So it makes sense, right? It makes sense that we would have that. It, it's convenient. You don't have to have a wallet. You, can, you don't need credit cards. You don't need cash. You just go, you just have your hand 
there ready or your forehead. They can scan it. We, so it, it, it's convenient. Matter of fact, there's been a few times I've gone to Mother's Market right here. We go there all the time, by the way. I encourage you, you know, it's great. The people there are wonderful. We're getting to know them. It's, a, it's great. A good matchup here for us, at least. It's sad we're going to be moving away a little bit, but it's not that far. But there's been a few times I've gone there, and literally, I don't have my wallet in my pocket. And it's so sweet. One of the cashiers, I went up, and I, I said, oh, I don't have my wallet. I already have my groceries, all that. She goes, oh, don't worry, Pastor. We know you're good for it. And I was like, that is so sweet. <laughs> Can I get some more stuff? Or no, no. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But I said, no, I, literally, I says, oh, wait, I forgot. I got my phone with me, and I've got Google Pay or whatever it's called. I don't know. And it just, I just double-click the side of my phone, and bleep, it picks up my phone, and it pays for it. Well, it doesn't. I pay for it, but it's through, <laughs> it's, it's through the telephone. And so we're all, guys, my point is, is we're there with technology, and it's, it's, it's something that we know will happen. It tells us very clearly that they don't take this mark. And they don't worship this image of the beast, and it, but it's, the technology is there. But my question is, is do we, it's, it's there, we know it's there, but do we see it today? I believe we do. I'll show you a few things. You've seen this one before, the Mark of the Beast alert. So CBN News reported this way back in January of 2020. So I'm gonna, we're going ahead, but watch. Amazon plans to link your credit cards to your hand. This was 2020, so now we're January 2022, and so I'll just read this. It says, the world's largest online retailer is working on a way to have customers pay with a swipe of their hand. Amazon wants to do it by linking credit card information to the, your palm print. So they were talking about it, just starting to use it two years ago. But now the current news, this just came out. Well, that's in 2021. It says, Amazon expands its biometric-based Amazon One Palm Read system to more retail stores. So it goes on to tell you they're different stores. They're going to use it all over. I'm told that the Huntington Beach store on Warner, right near our new church, they're going to be doing an Amazon store there. And I believe they're going to have that. They're going to be having the palm read. So you guys can go in there and read, you know, have your palm read or your forehead. You can put your forehead down. No, don't do your forehead. Don't do, don't do that. So the technology is there. How about this? Did you see this? China on the cusp of eliminating cash, pushing the world towards total government surveillance. With this currency, this, this digital, it makes sense, but also makes sense for governments at, to, at B to cut people off financially for control, for tracking. So it's all that's all wrapped in. But guys, my point is, again, we're there. We're there. Verse 5, back in our text. But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. I want to break this down because sometimes this can get confusing, and I, I don't want this to be confusing for us. So, but the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. That would obviously be those that reject Christ, those that are wicked. They will not live. In other words, that when we are ruling and reigning in the millennial kingdom as believers, these that are in Hades, these that were, didn't accept Christ, they're, they're going to be in Hades for the thousand years until the white throne judgment. That's after the thousand years. We're going to look at that next week. It's called the white throne judgment, right? So they're not going to live. That's what it's telling us. They're going to be there. They're not going to live. They're just going to be there at that place. But this is the first resurrection. Because it follows this, it brings confusion for some people. But it says this is the first resurrection. So it's not the, the wicked are part of the first resurrection. And it explains that to us right here. It says, blessed and holy is he who has part in the, can we say it together? 
first resurrection. Over such a second death has no power. Second death is the throne judgment. That's second death. We have no part of that. So we're the part of the first resurrection. And it says, and we shall be priests, excuse me, priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him for a thousand years. So back to the first resurrection, if I can go back. I, I believe this first resurrection started, resurrection typically always talks about resurrection is a bodily resurrection. So obviously it started when Christ Jesus was resurrected from the dead, but we're a part of that, but also bodily. So I believe for the, the church, for us, if we're the generation that's up in the rapture, we're going to be resurrected. Bodily, we're going to be resurrected at the rapture. Is that awesome or what? And we're going to look at the scripture for that. Okay, so I believe that's part of the first resurrection. We're going to be up with him. But then also, we're going to look at the scripture. It says the, the dead in Christ will rise first, right? The dead in Christ will rise first. That's, they're part of the first resurrection. So I believe what happens at the resurrection, they're going to rise first. So before we meet the Lord in the air, we're bodily resurrected. Their bodies are going to be brought up. And I've always was confused about that. It was just like, well, that doesn't make sense to me. I was just trying to figure all this out. You know, Why do their bodies have to be raised up if they've been in heaven for some of them for thousands, like 2,000 years, Paul the Apostle, and he doesn't have parts of his body. And the only, because someone challenged me with that. They said, well, why do we need those parts of the body? And this is the only thing I can come up with. And I just, at the point, I just came out of my mouth. I was like, well, that kind of makes sense. And so I can't give you scripture, but I can give you some to make hints of this. But, uh, but this is what I think is possible because we're going to return to the earth we probably needs parts of our elements of our body probably to survive on the earth, possibly. I don't know. But I know we're going to need, because the confusing part is, is why did those that are already up in heaven, they don't need the elements of their body until they come back to the earth? So maybe they need parts of those elements. Maybe there's something that God created in our bodies uh, to survive on the earth, to, 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 to be on the earth. So that's the only explanation I come up with. You have a better one? Hey, share it with me later. Not right now, please. A little busy right now. So. <laughs> and we'll look at the scriptures. I love this. 1 Thessalonians 4.16. Guys, I, I want to slow down with this because if you really take hold of this, this is, these are some very powerful verses. It says, then, or excuse me, for the Lord himself, that's Jesus, will, can we say this together? Descend from heaven. Listen, guys, this is the rapture. Where's Jesus right now? In heaven, seated at the right hand of God, praying for us, interceding for us. When the time comes for the rapture, he's going to get up and he's going to descend down into the sky to meet with us. If that doesn't get you excited, I, I would check your spiritual pulse right now. And what is he going to do? He's going to shout. I believe this is him that's going to shout. Why? Go to Revelation 4. Not right now. Make a note. Revelation 4, 1. When John heard, I believe that's the time of the rapture, heard, come up here. And I believe that's what he's going to say at that time. He's going to shout, come up here. Remember when Lazarus was raised from the dead? He says, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came from the dead, came back to life. And he, he, he came back and, and back to the earth. And if he was in heaven, I mean, he probably was thinking, it was much better over there, you know. 
But, he, but my point is, is that the voice of, of Jesus is so powerful when he says with a shout, come up here, we're going to be caught up together with him. So there's going to be a shout. The interesting word, if you're a note taker, that word shout itself, the shout, it's, it's a commanding officer that gives instruction to, to uh, those that are underneath him. Or it even could be a captain of a ship talking to those that are rowing a boat. It's, it's a command, do this. It'll be a command to us, his soldiers in Christ here on this earth. It's like time's up, time's over. It's time. Come up here with a shout. And then it says, so there's a shout, but also with the voice of a what? An archangel. Now, some people confuse that. I, I don't believe this, it's an archangel that's going to have the voice. I think if you read it, it says the voice of an archangel. In other words, whatever an archangel sounds like, think of this. The, the archangels in heaven, they're like the top ranking uh, official, the top ranking in the military, if you will, in the, in, in the spiritual realm, the angels that are top rank. So that voice, I'm sure they have a commanding voice. So that shout is going to be with, with a command and with all authority. And he's, he's going to say, you know, come up here. And then if that's not good enough, and with the what, can we say that together? There's going to be a blast of a trumpet at the same time. If I had a chauffeur right now, I would just go, <laughs> what's the world going to hear? I do, we don't know. It doesn't tell us. I'm sure they're going to hear something. They're going to see instantly. We're going to be gone. Will they hear the trumpet? I don't know. Will they hear the voice? I think of Paul the Apostle when he was Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus. He heard a voice, but people around him, they didn't make any sense of what was going on. I think that's what probably what's going to happen. The rest of the world's going to say, whoa, all I know is they disappeared. I heard this weird noise and they're gone. But we're going to hear the Lord speak to us, commanding us, come up here. But don't miss this. Then, excuse me. And it goes on. And the dead in Christ will, can we say it together? Rise first. That's where we get this understanding that the dead, those are those that have gone before us. They're going to come up first before we go up there. In a twinkle of an eye, we're going to be changed. We're going to be brought up before. We're going to be resurrected up into the presence of, of Jesus. We're going to meet him up in the air. And, and, but the dead are going to go first. That's why I believe they're already dead. They already have their, their soul and spirit are up in heaven. So what is going to rise up? It only could be their body. So probably some elements of their body are going to be caught up with them. They're going to meet us there. We're going to look at that. They're going to meet us there. So all of a sudden, they're going to come back. And they're going to get like part of their, their old body elements back because I believe they're going to come back to the earth. But guys, how exciting is that? Let's go on with this. And we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them. Them, don't miss that. That's those that have gone before us. So they have their bodies now, elements of their bodies. I'm sure changed radically. But we're going to be with them in the cloud to meet who? The Lord in the air. That's where we're going to see him face to face if we're the generation that are raptured. We're going to meet him right in the air. I pray we're that generation because I want to be a part of that. Thus we shall, can we say that? Always be with who? And this, is, this next verse is why I challenge this church quite often. It says, therefore do what? Comfort one another, Comfort one another with what? What words? The words of the rapture. Guys, comfort one another with these words. In other words, it's a comforting doctrine. It's a comforting teaching. It's a comfort to know that we could be in that generation to be with the Lord, to meet him up in the air. It should be to you. Listen, I believe it's like a litmus test as a Christian. Are you excited? Are you comforted? Does it, does it bring joy into your heart? Because if it doesn't, I believe that something spiritually could be wrong. Why? Because it's either you're wrong or the scriptures are wrong. 
I would bank on the scriptures being right. <laughs> Comfort one. In other words, when you hear about the rapture, it should be like, wow, that's so comforting. It's like, yes, I'm going to meet Jesus Christ in the air, in the clouds. We're just going to be like, just one day we're just going to be taken up and just in his presence like, wow. I, I get great comfort. I, I pray it happens on a Sunday. <laughs> it's the best time, especially when there's a service going on. I mean, I would love if I'm saying, you know, and Jesus said, I'm like, whoa, Jesus. <laughs> we were just, you know, talking about you. Wow. Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com. That's ccoth.com. God bless you. You've been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettit and Outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. Our new location is at 4121 Warner Avenue in Huntington Beach at the beautiful Huntington Harbor Marina. Now, may we continue to go to His throne of mercy as He changes us from glory to glory.